and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering burning questions on how men think. I'm Lancey McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are C.T. Andrews and Michael Aspen. Hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, today's listener question is a twofer. So we've got two questions that are closely related. Uh, so we're just going to roll them all into one bonus package, double episode. You guys ready for that? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I, I slept <laughs> well last night, so I'm refreshed. All right. So these two questions are on the topic of foreplay. Uh, and the first question is, are there certain types of foreplay that make a guy last longer? Okay. The second question related foreplay, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. Huh. Which one of those y'all want to tackle first? Um, well, let's... I, want to, I, want to, I want to make one clarifying statement first. For the purposes of this conversation, let's make sure we all three agree. Uh, last longer, I think what we're referring to there is until the man like comes, right? Like when he when he orgasms, that's that point you're trying to push that out. If we all agree that that's what you mean by last longer, then I think we can all three agree that we can answer the question based on that. But if there's something else that you're defining as last longer, drop us a question on our website, writingguys.net, and we'll answer it. But I, I, as long as CT and Lancey, are you guys cool with defining that as what they mean for, the, for this question? That's what I had assumed. Yeah, okay. yeah I think so. Well, I mean, Lancey's the female perspective. So what, what do you want to know? What do what a woman want to know? uh by lasts longer last longer as in before orgasming or i'm assuming that's what it means too so well i mean yeah, it, I, where I, we I, just I, go with that yeah well, yeah because it could also mean like coming in and doing a second round like re-energizing the uh <laughs> the uh, the the activity or something like that or having oh, like the whole time. session lasts longer right <laughs> right so I, there's a bunch of different ways that can be interpreted and so i'm like i think for this discussion we need to define what we're going to answer it as and then if somebody has a different question that's similar drop in that question we'll be happy okay. to answer it. So, all right let's go with your definition all right Cool. So by last longer, we mean before the, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how we're defining it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> exactly. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm, I'm kind of glad you bring it up, Michael, because I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to clarify what they mean by good, the bad, the ugly, too. <laughs> we'll do that in a minute. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Professional face. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So let's talk about the, the good, the bad and the ugly, because you, I mean, you're right. We should we should make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess that means what we as men do like in terms of foreplay, what we don't like in terms of foreplay, and then by ugly, I guess what we find to be the dirtiest form of foreplay. Foreplay, I guess. Mm. I, I think. Know. I think I would call I actually kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like that, but I also would I would also include in that the uh, the foreplay just makes you go nope. 
That's no, nope. <laughs> it's all over. Oh In in my head, I was thinking um, the oh yeah, oh no, and hell no. Right. <laughs> but oh. I kind of like CT's version. Yeah, let's do both. Let's do both. We got a double episode. Let's do both. We got some time. <laughs> so what we like, what we don't like, and what we think the dirtiest is. And, okay. and also, what makes us go all oh, hell no? <laughs> we'll just add a fourth. We'll do four. Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so basically, we're going to talk about foreplay. Okay. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> all right, so let's start with how do we make guys last longer? What What are those things? Gosh. I tell you, I tell you, I don't know how much foreplay increases the duration, right? Um I think things that I think things that determine lasting longer are like how long has it been since you've had sex or uh, any form of uh, self <laughs> self mutilation, yeah. as it were. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how long has it been since you've had had a uh, well? There you go. The how long has it been? And then other things are like when you're in the moment, what kind of things are going on? So, like I know um that like oral can be very stimulating and so that can cause things to move along faster than you might progress than you might normally want it to progress so i think i think with a guy it's more you're trying to slow things down a lot of times um if it's been if it's been a long time whereas if it's not been a long time like if if you just you know did a small load of laundry this morning on your own before getting in the shower then maybe uh, it may take a little bit more effort to keep everything engaged. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's not foreplay that makes you last longer for, in my case, it's the opposite yeah. of foreplay. Like, you know, there was, there were, have you ever seen the movie uh, love bites? Is it love bites? I don't know. It was like an early nineties movie. Uh, reality, about bites. The, reality bites. Maybe it's reality bites where the, the guy is, having sex with this with this girl that he just met and in the scene you hear the running narrative in his head and he's thinking about baseball statistics right which is kind of the going cliche it's the opposite of foreplay but he's doing that because he wants to last longer for this woman he wants to prolong the sex before the so is the foreplay really for the woman and not the man hell no no um then what no foreplay foreplay works to get him up yeah okay okay uh, just like the woman okay yeah well, but there is a difference though because the the male erection is not not an on or off and it's on until you're done right you can lose it midterm but still be really excited and then you just need a breather and then it'll come back and you're ready to go again so yeah you know the there's there's a physiological response that the man has that has to be maintained and sometimes even though everything is going really well and you're really excited and you're everything has been awesome you still it's like okay your, your friend's like okay hey man i need to go take a break right i'm gonna go take five smoke a cigarette get a drink and then we can get back at this and yeah and you're yeah. just left there you're just and the woman's like all hot and ready to go and she doesn't have that same like physiological reaction that requires a break and that's a that's a very so the thing is is that so foreplay is great i i'm I, we can get into that in more detail which i'm more than happy to do but for the guy it's 
all the way through the entire process, you are managing a knife's edge of enough to keep you going, but not enough to make you prematurely go and not, and then also timing it so that you don't run into the, the point where your little friend is worn out or getting to the point where it's not exciting enough. And now you start to deflate. And now you now it's like, okay, now we got to start working to turn you back up. Right. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things involved with that, that a guy is working through as he's going through that process. And it's, and then on top of that, trying to keep her happy. So yeah. you know, that's just managing the internal organism there. You also got to worry about her. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah the only, the only form of, the only form of foreplay that would prolong me isn't something she does to me, but it's something that I do to her. Like, um, you know, I, I, I try to, I would hope that there, a woman is as pleased with say oral as I am. So I, when I'm doing oral, let's say my initial response is to get hard, you know, and yeah. you're giving oral to a woman, but if you give oral long enough, you're going to start to go soft. And it's like what Michael said earlier. It's not because you're not turned on. I mean, you are, you're excited but it's going to eventually go softer than it was in the, you know, at its original peak, you know, um, which I mean, I suppose if prolonging a guy it, for the sake of the woman's pleasure is what the question is really about. I'd say it's a fine way to do it, you know, um, just eat her out and, you know, for a long enough to where you have to get hard again. Right. Um, I have a follow-up question then. Um, so would the answer to this question, would one answer this question be mixing it up? Is that, is that a good answer? Mixing yes. it up? Yes. I okay. would say yes. Yeah. yeah mix it up. Yeah. Try different things. I think, I think also understanding what your guy likes, right? So um, teasing is mixing it up like you're talking about is teasing between doing something he really likes and then backing off and doing something that he may like, but not as much in a way to try and keep him on that, that knife's edge of I'm excited and it's really good, but I I'm not building to the point where I'm about ready to go. And that takes a lot of communication back and forth. Oh, I really like that. Okay. Do that a little bit, but then stop. And that can be very compelling. Right. Um, So those are ways, but it's not, I don't think, I think a lot of women look at it as foreplay until it gets hard and then you have sex and whatever foreplay tricks I'm doing. The question leads me to think this, I should say, I have no idea what women are thinking. So the question leads me to think that women think there's like some foreplay magic or math that will end up with the person saying, Yep. All right. I'm now I'm turned on. And this particular turn on is going to last longer than another one. The reality is with the guy, it is not only the foreplay, but then during the act, there are things you can do to increase and decrease the amount of time he's going to be able to go. Right. Um, so yeah, that definitely more than just the foreplay there. Yeah. And it sounds like what I'm hearing from both of you guys is that the answer is it depends and it's really individualized. Yeah. Yeah, things yeah. that one guy likes may not be something another guy likes. Yeah. <laughs> same with women, right? Not every woman likes the same thing. Yeah. And, Do you have and any other thoughts on that? A really big part of that is how long has it been? That's huge. Um, my, my wife and I 
had recently had a situation where it had been like two weeks and we got together and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to go very long. She's like, it's okay. We don't have a lot of time anyway. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I mean, okay, there, <laughs> right. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was really, I mean, we were up there, we were up there maybe 15 minutes and that is short for us normally. So, um, but it was just because it, I, I mean, it had all been pent up and I was just so eager. And then, but that's not always the case. There's times when we're up, we're up there for an hour and a half having fun, yeah. right? Uh, Doing different things. So. Yeah, it's kind of foreplay's tricky, especially if you go into it trying to prolong the, the sex. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that your idea, Lancey, of just trying different things and different methods is a really good way to do it. Um, it also depends on what your man seems to think foreplay is like, um, um, you know, sucking on the nipples. I don't like, I don't like that when girls try to do that to me. Um, I don't stop them. I just, you know, it doesn't do anything for me, but you know, um, anything around the groin area, I consider that foreplay and that's going to make it hard. You know, it's going to get me ready to go. Um, so it just depends on what the guy thinks foreplay is. I mean, a lot of guys like it when you probe the anal area with the, as weird as I find that. Um, um, so it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Try it all though. Have fun with it. Take direction. Communicate. Communicate is what I should say. Yeah. Communicate. Yeah. The, All right. I think we answered that one pretty thoroughly. Yeah. I got I got one other thing. I just, wanna, I just got one other thing I want to reiterate, which is that just because a guy goes soft doesn't mean he's not interested. And if you don't believe that, look up the term fluffer in the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna elaborate. I'm happy to elaborate. But you gotta <laughs> so in, in the porn industry, you have guys that are jackhammering Gretel for, you know, 20 or 30 minutes in a video. And they'll, if you're watching closely, you'll notice that there's edits where all of a sudden they just will, they'll be on the bed and next thing you know, they're on a couch and she's doggy style or whatever. And what they don't show you and what is a, a commonly known thing in the industry is that oftentimes the guy will go soft in the middle of doing sex. And there are people that their job is to make him hard again. And their, their job is called a fluffer. And so they will literally, they're very good at, at finding ways to excite the guy and get him back hard again so they can get back into the scene and keep going. And that's, so these are people that their job is to have sex for a long time. Their job is to have sex for a very long time with cameras and people watching them and they still need fluffers. So yeah. don't, don't be surprised when your guy at home after a stressful day, he might be good to go for a while then need a break but then be ready to go again, right? Or even not after yeah. that. Yeah. We need to do this episode again and invite a fluffer on. <laughs> full of really useful information. Just don't ever make the mistake that I made and and hear the word fluffer for the first time and not really know what it is and turn to the girl you're dating and ask her if a fluffer is a fish 
Because that's what I thought it was. I thought the fluffer was a type of fish. And so she, uh, you know, immediately had an impression of me that wasn't good. But yeah, so that's a fluffer. And uh, yeah, I'm sure they know how to prolong things because they're pros. Uh, right. Well, but they thank you for little. explaining. If I'd been that girl, I would have been like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Are you ready for part two? Yeah. Yeah. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. The good, the bad, and the ugly. When it comes to foreplay. When it comes to foreplay. I started last uh, time. Let's see, T go first this time. Well, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of cross-pollinating <clears throat> these two episodes. So I would say the good is kind of what I mentioned earlier from my perspective, and that is anything that happens around the groin area, whether it's hands or tongue or uh, whatever, you know, uh, uh, I think foreplay is awesome when she is probing through the genes or through the pants, like I may still be wearing clothes, but the petting is getting heavy and the hands start to roam. That kind of turns me on. Uh, that's kind of good. Um, you know, those are the things that, that, that get me personally, get me up. Um, whether it prolongs the situation or not, as we've just discussed i don't know but it certainly gets me up and makes me want to move the situation forward um as we discussed in another episode the per perineum 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 i don't like perineum being touched um uh that's just sort of a taboo area for me kind of like uh a pressure point like the temples or this what is that the so the suplex what is that right there yeah i think it's whatever I may be wrong on that, but I think that pressure right. point right there. It's like the perineum messing with the perineum. Just it's very uncomfortable for me. Uh, I know a lot of people like that. A lot of guys like that from what I understand, from what I hear. Uh, but that's kind of the bad for me. Um, the ugly. Hmm. Mm. Anything where your fluids are excessive and put in places they're not supposed to be put in. That's just bad to me. That's that's a little too organic. Uh, now all of a sudden, I think you're talking about an enema. I got to know more details about what you're talking. Well, about. yeah, like it, like okay. This is a colonic going on. What? I, I guess it's beyond foreplay, but like the happy ending. Mm. Familiar with the happy ending? Mm -hmm. I find that disgusting. Mm. Uh, that's a little gross. Yeah, it doesn't. It wouldn't do anything for me right. to, to have a girl want that. Um, I don't know what that is. Michael, why don't you tell her what that Wait, is? Whoa, 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 whoa! You brought it up. <laughs> is it where you ejaculate on her? Huh? Where you ejaculate on the girl? Yes, the happy okay. ending is where the fluffer has come in and done her job and left the scene. And the man finishes off on her face. Yeah. That's the happy oh, ending. Okay. That's okay. gross to okay. me. Um, there's, there's also the pearl necklace, which is where you... I know what that one is. Yeah. What about the yeah, golden shower? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> I 
thought it I thought it belonged in the discussion about excessive fluids. No, you're absolutely <laughs> it <really> does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no golden showers, none of that brown stuff. It's, it's all smeary and ugh, that's just terrible. No, no. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not a real adventurous lover. I love being a good lover and I try my best at that. But I'm not a very adventurous one, man. I don't I don't need all of that. Ugh. All right. So, Michael, tell us about your bad and your uglies, and then we're going to go talk about what the goods are. Well, you mentioned that a little bit, CT. Yeah, Trevor, we'll yeah. talk. It does feel a little weird talking about what turns you on, right? That's like a, that's like you're letting in a secret. Right. Because now all of a sudden yeah. you could be sitting somewhere and some girl could sit next to you and start touching you. And you're like, well, see, now I'm now I'm turned on. I mean, it's like an involuntary response. Right. So um, but anyway, but I'll, yeah, whatever. I'll give it a go. So the uh, the bads, um, I'll tell you, lack of lack of interaction. Right. Being just laying there. Oh, that doesn't do much for me. Um I really, uh, really I love that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's right. yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm turned on. I'm like, yeah, but you're not like you're not helping, right? You're not moving your leg to let me probe into your genital area. You're not you're not uh, kissing me back, or you're just kind of laying there. These are things that are if I'm having to do hundred percent of the work, that's a big turnoff, right? Um yeah, if it's not responded to, that's what I don't like. Yeah. You know, I think the foreplay is a two-way street that happens one time, one lane at a time. Yeah. So I do I do see that, but let's let's have some reaction. Give me some input here that I right. you like what I'm doing. It's like a feedback loop. And and feedback. um exactly the this I'm boy, I tell you, it's hard for me to come up with an ugly. I think pretty much anything that um ct mentioned as being like the the bodily fluids in the wrong place and stuff like that yeah that that definitely falls into the category although i'll be honest with you um like on on a girl's tummy or something wouldn't bother me but the whole idea of like her getting on her knees and me jerking off into her face i'm like ah just that that ah, i don't that kind of makes my stomach turn just the thought of that right it just doesn't even it's not even appealing it just seems rude to me. It just seems yeah, rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, and I and I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of the whole backdoor action on either end of the spectrum. It's like I don't want to be a receiver and I don't want to be a pitcher. That just I know I know I've talked to people. I remember talking to Hermes about that once, where it's like, oh, that's no big deal, and I'm like, oh, it's a very big deal. <laughs> but he's like. Poop just cleans off, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> we live on the same planet, but we live in very different worlds, man. That is just not something I'm interested in. But, um, but the, you know, we're we're kind of blur blurring the line a little bit between the actual sexual act and the foreplay. So, foreplay, I think for me, um, the biggest turn on is the mutual interest, right? Um, that is huge, and then it is whenever. And, and whenever there is no interest on the other end or very, very faint interest, or you can tell they're doing it out of like duty kind of thing is like, well, I guess I better do it because I have to kind of thing. That doesn't do much for me. Right. I want you to be interested in it as well. 
Now, when it gets to specifics, when it gets to like, what physical actions do I like or don't like, I, I got to tell you, I'm kind of with, with CT on the whole um, perineum. It's like, no, 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 that, that's cool. We don't need to get down in there. Another one that I see a lot of people talk about is the uh, balls, fondling or whatever. And I'm like, I, I got to tell you, that is an area of the male body that you got to be especially careful with. And that can turn everything from, hey, that's fun to, yep, we're done. I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm taking a shower and I'm going out for a drive and I'm going to go get ice cream and cry for a little bit because that fucking hurt. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um, in, in my world, I'm like, just leave that alone. Just we're good. That's fine. It doesn't do anything to enhance the situation for me. And the risk factor is way too high. And all of a sudden I start getting nervous. Um, yeah. The... Uh, the other thing that I that I don't particularly like is um, in the in the foreplay arena is like I don't I don't get off on like the feet kind of stuff or the you know the a lot of the lingerie doesn't do a whole lot for me. I like very specific lingerie, but then outside of that very narrow section of it, I'm like, eh, it doesn't matter. Whatever, you're close enough to naked. Let's just get going. There's the the i do enjoy uh strip teases and stuff like that i think that is fantastic that is very seductive and oddly enough um i really enjoy uh well i guess we're moving into the enjoy part um i really enjoy watching uh a woman just doing things naked just like not just normal stuff walking around making a sandwich something like that that would just be super yeah. hot uh, yeah, that's a turn on. Yeah, going about her life candidly without clothes, mm. whether it's walking into the kitchen for a glass of water yeah. or whatever, it's quite nice. Um, a girl that, okay, y'all are going to find this odd. Hell, I find it odd. But a girl that feels comfortable enough around me to drop trowel and sit on the toilet, I kind of like that. I kind of, yeah. I kind of, I kind of find that cute and attractive um not not the act of going to the bathroom but the fact that she'll do it in front of me she's you know, comfortable you think confidence yeah i think and that it shows a confidence in the relationship and a trust yeah. in me and a yeah. comfort level oh, yeah. it's kind of yeah. nice you know i think i think a lot of people i think there's a there's like a social stigma not stigma that's not the right word um, basically there's, there's like this idea that men aren't emotional, that they don't want an emotional connection to their partner. They don't need one. And that's really not as true as you might think. Um, yeah, I can, I can see somebody and have no knowledge of that person at all and become physically aroused by the thought of, of them being naked or being whatever with them. But the reality is, is that that is, that is an involuntary reaction that happens. That's not necessarily something that is deeper, but that deeper connection with somebody, when you have, like you're just talking about the ability to be so confident and comfortable with each other, that you're yeah. going to the bathroom together. That is a whole nother level of excitement and turned on that isn't there whenever you just have that involuntary reaction that, Oh, wow. Yeah. She's really attractive. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know if we could categorize that as foreplay or not. <laughs> no. But yeah. it's really, it's you know, kind of, it's nice and kinky in its own respect. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a small case to say that it can be just because one of the things that I find truly 
gets me interested in, in having sex is walking around a location where there's a lot of attractive women walking around that like starts a chain reaction of thoughts that I can't stop of, wow, she's sexy. Wow. She's sexy. Wow. She's sexy. And I'm having little minor involuntary reactions the whole time I'm there. When I get home or the next day, I'm like, I really need to do something to take care of this sex drive or it's just going to like overwhelm me. And yeah. so even though it's not, I mean, I'm not looking to cheat. I'm not looking at these women going, oh, wow, I can't wait to get with them. It's just that it just starts that sex thought, right? Yeah. And you know, then, I, underneath the obvious, that's the whole reason for water parks. So, <laughs> seriously, man. Because you're, you're around women who wear bikinis all day long in the hot summer heat. Yeah. What are you going to think about when you get home, man? Yeah. You know, what urges do you have to satisfy? Yeah, that you're absolutely right. It, for me, the most recent trip was to the zoo and we're and it was a nice warm day. So the girls are walking around with the half cut shirts and the really short shorts. And you're just like, yeah, and they're all like 19 and you're just like, oh, well, not all of them. I mean, there are kids there, too. But I mean, you just see all these these girls with their boyfriends or women with their husbands and they're all walking around and and you just keep seeing attractive person after attractive person. And it just starts that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But water parks are equally useful tool. So it sounds like yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be a little tongue in cheek here. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like for you guys, uh one method of foreplay is maybe to take you out somewhere in public and then take you home and ravish you. <laughs> oh, that would That's yeah, that idea. would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you send, that to my, send that to an email. I'll give you my wife's email off the air and you can just send her that and tell her. Like send the kids. Send the kids to Grandma Papa's house. Yeah. <laughs> take me to Six Flags and take me home and ravish me. Keep me hydrated all day because, man, leg cramps yeah. in the middle of sex are no fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, as, as uh, uh, funny as it sounds, as ironic as it sounds, you want your husband to rock your world? Send him to a strip club for a few hours. He'll come home and he'll rock your world, you yeah. know? That's... <laughs> oddly enough strip club is one of the few places i go that i don't get terribly turned on i don't particularly like strip clubs um i think it's because i think i think it's because it is a very fake place their interest in you is only as deep as your wallet and then after that you're absolutely right about that but strip clubs aren't for any part of the brain but the lizard part yeah if you buy into the lizard part of your brain then then you can overlook all that. I'm not saying you you intellectually have to omit it. It's there intellectually, but just overlook it and then go home and have some massive, great, raunchy sex with your wife or girlfriend. Because that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah, the best time I ever had after going to and while at a, a strip club was when my wife went with me. She went with me to one and we hung out and... I'll tell you, you get a, oh, I got a much more genuine reaction from the girls because the girls are like, uh, they'd come up to her and they're like, you know, what's going on? Because they think maybe she's a lesbian or something. Oh, I'm here with my husband. And now all of a sudden I'm getting, oh, and you get a much more genuine reaction from the people. And it made it when we got home, I was like, yeah, you're not you're not going to make it all the way to the bed. <laughs> you know, this is <laughs> this is just too much because. She was cool with hanging out and 
it was also because I'm just this kind of analytical jerk. Um, there was also the conversation. Do you think they're real? You know, how much do you yeah. think? Oh, it doesn't take an analytical jerk to yeah. wonder if we're real. You can, you can see the scar <laughs> under her arm or whatever. And, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. I never thought of that. You know, just, yeah, just all kinds of stuff like that. So yeah. I think you, I think you probably got a lot of attention because once they figured out you were there with your wife, you were marked as safe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, or a potential to be somebody who's not safe. The reality is there are people that are interested in doing things like threesomes and stuff like that. And yeah. it's difficult unless you're willing to go dive into the, which I'm not into that, by the way, for the record. Um, uh, I, <laughs> it's like, I worry about pleasing one woman enough. I don't need to try and figure out how to do two. That's too much. My brain would like pull off the rails and it'd be all over. But um but the, I think that marks you as also somebody who's more adventurous and more open. Instead of just there for your own personal desires, you're also somebody there who's interested in pleasing her and each other. And that's, I think most people, most guys at strip clubs are that they're lizard brain. They're like, I'm here to feed that part of my brain and that's it. Whereas you're, if, they're, if you're there with your wife or your girlfriend, you're there for a much broader purpose. Yeah, the lizard yeah. brain's still getting fed. But. Yeah. Do guys talk to each other about things they like, or is this a very it's it's all inside me, and I share this with no one. In terms of foreplay. Yeah. I, I would say the answer to that question is definitely no. No. However, I mean, we don't sit down and have conversations about what we like and what we don't like. However, I think that among most men, there's a there's sort of a mutual understanding of what's good and what's not good. Hmm. And so in conversation, it might come up as sort of a side note or like a, it's certainly not a soliloquy, but like an aside to each other, you know, they, they may talk about, they may mention like the blow job or the, the, you know, whatever, but I, I don't, and, and while they all go, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, it's mm, uh, blow job. You know, but I don't think that you'll ever hear guys actually sit down and say, hey, Roger, what do you like in bed? What, <laughs> yeah. part, of, what part of foreplay is your favorite? You know, <laughs> I, well, gee, Bruce, I, I don't know. No, nah, you'll never hear that kind of stuff. I think the dividing line is what specifically was about the act that turned you on. So like if, if you're talking to a guy and the guy says she gives the best blowjobs I've ever had, it was fucking amazing. That's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, if you're saying she gave me the best blowjob I ever had because she slipped her finger up my asshole and found the G spot I didn't know existed, <laughs> yeah. we've crossed the line. This is now too much information, right? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> nope. Yeah. And, and and the interesting thing is, I don't think they would. Most of the time, I don't think they even say the word blowjob. Like they'll say something, some euphemism, like. And she could suck the chrome off a bumper, you know, or yeah. <laughs> off a bird, you know, or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you would never hear guys saying, I'm sorry? She's got more bumper than a body shot. Yeah. Yeah. Something so like you would that. never hear a guy saying something like, man, she did this thing with her tongue. That wouldn't be a guy conversation. Mm, unlikely. Because I think it would totally be a girl conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, 
when I've overheard what women talk about, I'm like, yeah, guys don't talk like that at all. Like, yeah. even close. It's too, it's I almost, could, yeah. I could hear, I could hear guys going, she did this thing, dude, blew my mind. You know what I mean? But that's where it stops. It doesn't get, she did this thing with her tongue or she did this thing with her hands or she did this thing with her eyes or whatever. Yeah. I don't think it would get that specific. <laughs> I think they like that wall of separation between the two of them, you know? So to say she did this thing, man, it was nuts. Woo! Okay, that's feasible, but that's about as far as it's going to go. Okay. There was a, I don't know if you guys ever watched Letterkenny, the television show Letterkenny, but there was a scene in there where they three guys are throwing a ball around and one of them's telling the story about when he was with his girlfriend on Saturday night and goes into explicit detail about what he likes and the two other guys just like stop and drop the ball and then all of a sudden they just start throwing the ball back and forth while the guy continues telling his story and they're just they're just like trying to ignore him as best as they can like just don't even look at him <laughs> and that's kind of what happens. It's not that it's no, that's, that's so real. I'm yeah. impressed with that. Was, I would, I would see that and seen and go, oh dude, that's so right. So right. It's like <laughs> you're you're allowed to, and the reality is he started talking about sex and he was he was within the scope of what's acceptable. And they're all like, Yeah, get it on, right stuff, good stuff. And they're just tossing the ball back and forth. And then he crossed the line. And as soon as he did, it's like glass shattering. Everything just sort of like froze. <laughs> yeah. Like, but we can't, no, we're just gonna do this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a great illustration you know, of where the line is and how not to cross it yeah yeah uh funnily enough uh i've had extended conversations about foreplay and sex and things i like and things i don't like with other women mm -hmm. like with a girl who is a friend of mine you yeah. know uh that I, maybe i haven't been intimate with but like a co-worker that i'm close with and she happens to be a, a female i've had that conversation with her yeah. On, numerous times in my life but i can't ever remember having one with a dude no yeah i tell you when you were talking about stuff you didn't like specific stuff you didn't like and when i started talking about it it was lighting up that red warning light on my dash like yeah. no you're in a meeting with a guy you need to not have this conversation this is topics you don't talk about with guys right you just kind of like not crossing your swords oh <laughs> No, oh, it's yeah. not even. No, that's no, that's too gay of a comparison. That's not even what we're talking about, right? It's yeah, it's, right. It's just these are topics you just don't. You just don't, right? You well, just, if, if Lancey wasn't here, we would not be having this conversation. No, There's no way in hell. I'm not going to talk to Michael about you know what I like and don't like. In fact, what am I even having this conversation for? Michael's here. <laughs> Yeah. So the well, authors are right about men. You're doing it for the good of the community. Right. Oh. <laughs> I think that I think that's really an important thing is not only not only is it that it's uncomfortable to talk about from the perspective of the person talking about it, but it's also very uncomfortable for the people hearing it. The guys don't want to hear it. So when he's saying, I don't want to talk to Michael about this, and I'm suddenly going, and Michael doesn't want to hear it. We it's it's not it's not that there's one side that's really curious and the other side is withholding. It's both sides are equally in agreement. Nope, this topic is off limits. Yeah, we don't talk about it. It's it, let's, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. Have you right. seen any Corvette? It's really cool. You know, that's that's good enough. Right. I have another question, but now I think I maybe shouldn't ask it. <laughs> oh, go ahead, ask it. Well, I was going to ask, and and it's it's a broad question. You don't have to answer specifically for you, but. Um, the question was, do you have any or do you know of, 
of any other guys that have any quirky turn-ons. You know, you were talking about your genital area or anything like that, but is there anything that's just like, you know, oh, I really like it when she plays with my ear or something like that that's just not, you women wouldn't think about maybe. The only person I know that falls into that category is Hermes. Um, yeah, he's probably got a lot of quirky turn-ons and I don't want to know about them. I don't want to know about them. I mean, they're, they're, they're so beyond the pale that it's almost like it's almost a different story then because you're you're it's almost like you're sitting on the sideline watching a, a game yeah i really wasn't trying to go into like but you know deep i was just thinking like you know i like it when they touch my ears or something that's not a usual thing I have, yeah now, that, now I, that you've asked the question i'm trying to wonder if i do and my turn-ons are very prototypical like i said anything that, that deals with the groin area uh, is it turn on outside of maybe what we mentioned earlier, which is maybe uh, when a girl can use the bathroom in front of me or something like that's kind of a quirky yeah. turn on, but I love taking showers with them, taking showers with the girl and getting all slippery and soapy and like getting all close and sharing the stream of water. And that's a kinky turn on, but I don't know how weird it is. Is that a weird turn on? No. I don't know how weird it is, but that I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird, but it doesn't do anything for me. I'm like, let me just get my shower done, and then then we can go and have fun. I don't know. I just, but you know, I I can think of a few people that I know that I have learned that secret about them. A few men. Let's be very careful here. I know of a few men that I've learned that secret about them, not because the man divulged it, but because a spouse or a girlfriend did. Like we would be uh -huh. having a conversation that was kind of lewd and all of a sudden they go, yeah, he doesn't really like it whenever I do this. And I'm like, whoa, ho, ho, whoa. Because <laughs> yeah. she crossed the line she didn't realize was there. And and like the husband was like, what the, like, what are you telling him that for? I'm like, what are you telling me that for? I didn't need to know that. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, she broke the bro code. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. And so I think, I think I've, I've learned a few of those, but the reality is, is I have tried to, like purge them like you don't you don't focus on it. you don't think about it like if i dug through my memory i could probably think of a couple um i can think of one right now of a guy that did not like um playing with his butthole but did enjoy having something inserted in there and i and and that led me i was like this is beyond the pale of me i was like i you know now you've ignited the question fountain i gotta know what why is one okay but one isn't right because the reality is i think if one was uncomfortable the playing around outside was an issue but he found out that a tube of lipstick being inserted was very enjoyable and i'm like see see that's i'm uncomfortable like you cannot believe right now that's just i don't uh, yeah why why is yeah. it one's not okay and one is why is that the case he's like oh, i don't know and i'm like oh you infuriating bastard <laughs> so yeah it's funny it's, can, it's weird you know i guess the the weirdest thing that i've ever had happen to me was a girl i was dating put an ice cube in her mouth for the blowjob and i thought that was weird yeah. it was just strange i don't know if i liked it or not i mean at the end of the day it was a blowjob but <laughs> It was an ice cube, and I was like, "Man, that is weird." You know, it's it's never happened before. I mean, it ever it, ha it hasn't happened since, and I'm certainly 
not going to suggest that it ever does, but it was good that it happened once, I guess. I cannot imagine that being something that would be overly enjoyable, right? Yeah, I think in her head, it was the idea of the heat of a blowjob and being inside the mouth and all that and mixed with combined with the freezing cold of the ice. But, you know, it, yeah, it was weird, man. It was weird. Good old traditional. I'll yeah. Take. Yeah. I would, I would say that, well, like for me, I, you're talking about, this is so freaking uncomfortable to have this. I got to not, I got to cover your face. I'm putting my hand up above CT's face. So I can't see his face. So, so I'm going to talk to you, Lancey. CT was talking about how, how he doesn't like his nipples like sucked on or anything. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't understand that. That to me is a big turn on. That's huge for me. And, Michael, I want to know. Yeah, see, it's hard. It's well, no, wait, no, it's not. Not right now. It's not. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop. So uh, there's. So yeah, there are definitely differences between like he was talking about he really enjoys the shower. I'm like, I don't you know. Just let me take a shower. Right. Not it doesn't do much. So yeah, there's definitely differences, but definitely more prototypical. Definitely more of a um, things that things that normally turn a guy on or things that normally turn me on for the most part. There's not going to be an yeah. is true. Yeah, it goes back to what we concluded earlier, and that and that is, you know, if you're a woman and you're curious about what will prolong a guy, just try everything. You know, you're going to come across something he likes, man. Find out. you'll come across something he doesn't for sure yeah, yeah. But. and maybe talk about it up front before you surprise him yeah <laughs> yeah ask um there's a the philosophy goes both ways on that um if you really want his genuine honest reaction don't tell him about it beforehand. <laughs> My problem is when I say that, I know now some poor guy out there is going to get the unexpected finger up his ass and he's not going to like it. He's going to be like, oh, what are you doing? You know, so. Yeah. That's a wrap. We're done. I'm not going to have any more to do with you. You just stuck your finger up my pooper. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, do you guys I, have any closing comments on the topic? No, no. No, no closing. We're done. Time. We've talked it to no. them. We're over. I've got one last one, which is I'm going to. So I'm going to go the opposite way of CT and say you should ask before you perform any sexual act on somebody. <laughs> I would much rather know what you're thinking, um, but I'm going to try and give you an honest answer anyway. If if I'm like thinking, oh yeah, that might actually do the trick, then I'd say yeah, let's give it a shot. And then of course you're going to get a pretty honest reaction one way or the other. Once you initiate the act, if the act is going to do something, you're going to get a very specific reaction. And if the act doesn't do anything, you're going to get a very different reaction. So I don't know. I think, I think asking is a, is a much better way to go. Cause I don't know that I want to be surprised with a very unpleasant because man, you're, you're taking one of the most joyful experiences in your life. And now you bring it all crashing down. If you do the wrong thing, right. It's yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't want to prolong the pot, this episode any more than we have to, but we didn't even cover bondage as foreplay, no. uh, which I've tried before, and I didn't really like it, but I did it because she loved it. She really liked being bound, 
like at the ankles and the wrists and all that stuff. I tend to like to just hold them down, you know, but she wanted the rope and, and uh, that was really strangely taboo for me. Like on the scale of kinky is kinky because it's taboo. But when taboo starts to outweigh the kink, I kind of pull back. And the taboo just sort of outweighed the kink for me a little bit on the bondage. Um, so, and uh, I'm not going to whip someone. I would appreciate that they don't whip me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking through uh, the stuff like that that would, like I've seen stuff like that and it doesn't, it definitely, I, we've, I've never tried it, uh, any of that. It, uh, either way, I don't think it would be enjoyable for me to be tied up and I don't, like that doesn't interest me, right? There's times when your nose itches in the middle of sex and you want to scratch it, right? Yeah. Your hands are tied, you can't. Yeah. That can, that can be yeah. all encompassing. It's like, I need yeah. to scratch my nose. Yeah, it takes a lot of trust. That, that and uh, not my really nose What? Yeah, it does take a lot of trust. Yeah. 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 I've I've seen basic instinct. I don't need to. I don't need to live it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, I think then we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Writing Guys. Um, if you have a question that you would like to, to have uh, CT and Michael answer, visit writingguys.net and click the button to ask us a question. Uh, and be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.